hello, my name is Matt and thank you for listening to the Open and Honest podcast. Hello everybody, hope you all are well. We are on our third episode of the Open and Honest podcast with Matt Warmington. I just wanted to pick some stuff out of you which I've been thinking about over the last week or two. I was looking at going to do a, a podcast on burnout and rest, but in the end I changed my focus on mental health here and it's Mental Health and Wellbeing Week. And I wanted to aim this week um, and this ded- dedicate this podcast really towards mental health in young people. So if you're a parent, if you're a young person listening in, I really appreciate just to stay focused and listen to what i got to say. So this, without further ado, let's just jump into it. So firstly, I want to start by saying... I'm not a mental health practitioner, but I have 11 years of experience working with young people and have been on a number of courses to keep myself healthy and fit and understanding my own health and well-being along with others with regards to young people. Um, When I was looking at this podcast and I was thinking about doing it, I started to do some research. I went to stats straight away and I just want to share about three or four stats with you and I want to blow your mind with this because I didn't know this this was what it was like. Here we go. Number one. Ready? One in eight young people have a diagnosed mental health disorder. That's roughly three young people in every classroom. That's number one. Shocking, right? Gets worse. Number two. One in six young people aged 16 to 24 have symptoms of a common mental health disorder such as depression or anxiety disorder. My mind's blown, guys. This stuff is scary right now. And the final stat is this. Half of all mental health problems manifest before the age of 14, with 75% by the age of 24. Let's just pause right there and soak that in. I feel that we need to be supporting each other as friends, as work colleagues, as family, as teachers as social workers, as people in general, we need to be supporting our young people, people we're coming into contact with, and we're all capable to grab a coffee with somebody and sit down and chat, right? So that's 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 my thoughts on them stats, which are so scary, and it's so frightening. And what mental health is doing at the moment, and people who say we're not in a mental health crisis, just listen to them stats. So I'm going to give us some really good tips to help us support our mental health and well-being before it becomes a mental health illness. And these are some of my tips, which I use, because my, my mental health in the last year or two has dipped due to COVID, being locked away. I'm going to be open and honest with you guys, like always. Mental health is a scary thing, and these are my tips. So number one, get your notepad and pen out. I'll write these down. Number one, get good sleep. I don't know about you guys, but getting good quality sleep, good good quality sleep makes a real difference to how we feel mentally and physically. It's so important that we get the right amount of hours we need to function as a person. If we don't, we're going to have off days. So it's important to get the good quality sleep that we need. Number two, we're going to fire through these really quick because I want to try to keep this podcast down to 15 minutes and I want to give us some time to reflect after it. Number two, connect with others. Spending good quality time with family and friends is so important. Talking to someone about how you're feeling and issues you may be having 
which will help the person find ways for, to support you and also for you to find ways to support yourself. Trusting others and, and, and working with others on your thoughts and how you're feeling is so important to improve our own mental health and well-being and stops us from feeling lonely. Number three, similar to connecting with others, but make time to connect. And this is what I mean. So we live in a fast-paced world that we're all on social media. And I want us to highlight this, that social media can be used in a good way. When you're at the bottom of the lows and you can't get out of bed to go and meet with somebody, you can FaceTime. So social contact is good for our mental health. Even if we don't feel like we're engaging with others, just like I said, we don't want to go out for a coffee with somebody, but we can pick. We have the confidence to pick up our phone and make a video call to somebody or a phone call. It's so important, especially when we're feeling low or anxious. So make time to connect with others through social media or social contact out there, being in the public or behind a screen, if it's your last step then you're so anxious that you can't get out of the house. Number four, do something for yourself. Be selfish, people. I want to repeat that. Do something for yourself and be selfish. And what I mean by that is that find a hobby. Find something you really enjoy doing. Learn something new. Um, simply taking time to relax. Um, it's really important that we do things for ourselves and not just other people, because sometimes we can go, we can become so focused on our work or what we're doing, which is great. But at the same time, we need time to energize and collect our thoughts for us to continue doing what we're doing. Otherwise, we're just going to hit burnout. Which I'm going to do another podcast in a couple of weeks on burnout. But let's just leave that there. Number five. Number five. What are we on? No, we're on number six. Get help when you need it. So when you need the help and support and the guidance from somebody of a professional, seek it. And seeking help is a sign of strength, not a weakness. Let me just repeat that again. Seeking help is a sign of strength, not a weakness, people. Don't feel that you are weak because you are going to seek help. It's a strength. It's important to remember that treatment is effective and people who get the right appropriate care can recover from mental illness and addiction and lead full rewarding lives. And we're talking about mental illness there when you're at the bottom and your lows of your lows and you can't get out no more. Remember that it's important to seek advice. The next one is eat well. Eating well is an is just important for our bodies, but it, it is important for our minds as well they say that what we eat is a reflection of how we speak and how we act and i don't know about you guys but if i was to eat mcdonald's every day i won't be sitting at 13 stone i'll probably be sitting at 23 stone so it's important that we as people look after ourselves, and which in turn it looks after our minds so eating well is really important um you should always try cutting out caffeine as well i'm a, i don't you guys if you know me I am a massive coffee drinker. I love coffee. I really enjoy coffee. I love caffeine and it gives me a hit. But at the same time, it makes me feel jittery and anxious because I've overloaded on it too much at times. So remember, look after yourself by looking after your well-being and what you're, what you're eating. Next one. And this is the final one, people. Activity and exercise. Activity and exercise is essential to maintaining good mental health. Being active not only gives you a sense of achievement but it boosts the chemicals in your brain that helps put you in a good mood exercising can help eliminate low mood 
anxiety, stress and feeling tired and lazy. It's also linked to living a longer and fulfilled life. And what I mean by that, you don't have to go, if you're not doing anything, I don't mean go and, get, go and run a marath- marathon, train for a marathon or play 90 minutes of football. What I mean is go for a short walk, listen to your music, reflect on what's going on, what's happening, start to build a bigger picture to, for your, to unlock your own mental health and well-being needs. Um, gentle activities as well, which are really important, whatever that may be, find that focus in the activity and exercise you're doing in the gym, whatever it may be. It's really important, guys. I can't stress enough. So that's it. We're looking at eight minutes. I just want to say, if, if you're going through any issues with mental health and well-being, speak to a family friend. If it's if you feel like you can't speak to a family and friend, speak to a trained professional. And it's really important, people. Uh, and I would encourage you to do that. Once again, that's it. We come to the end of this podcast. Don't forget to follow this, share it with your family and friends. Let's generate more people coming into this community to help one another. Don't forget, you can hit me up on social media and Twitter with all your questions. I will do my best to respond and get back to you. I really appreciate you guys listening to this. If you're on the journey on the way home in your car or going to work or whatever you may be doing, protect your health and well-being. I just want to finish on this. Last year, my mental health dipped massively. We went into lockdown. There was loads of uh, issues with my job and not knowing what's going to happen with a number of many other people up and down the country. We've been behind screens and Zoom and doing Zoom meetings. And now it's time for us to get back out and meet friends, do more sporting activities, eat well, look after one another and support one another as a group of people. So please, if you need some support, tap into it, find that support. Like always, guys, the end of these podcasts, I'm going to play a free, a, a quick three-minute song and just have time and space to reflect on your own health and well-being and your mental health. Again, thank you very much. Don't forget to like, subscribe and follow. Peace out, people, until the next podcast. Thank you very much. Take care. Thank you.